If you are convinced there is something missing when it comes to your financial life, this mini episode goes back into the podcast archives where, or maybe archives, you tell me, where we tackle some of the money actions that are part of our money headquarters. So let's get to it. You are listening to Her Dinero Matters, the podcast helping Latinas have increased confidence and control over their finances. My name is Jen Hempel, and as an accredited financial counselor, my mission is to help you be more confident and simplify your finances so you can save more, get out of debt quicker, and build your wealth. Let's start by defining money actions just so we are all on the same page. In my book, in my book Her Money Matters, I define money actions as the traditional and non-traditional actions that you take, not only to manage your personal finances, but to help reach your financial goals. An example of a traditional money action is negotiating your credit card interest rates. One money action that many of us have a tough time doing is talking money because it brings a lot of our own emotions of shame or guilt for whatever decisions that we made that we don't feel good about. And the only way to feel more confident about talking money is to practice. And you can practice with those that love you like your significant other and family. If you are completely uncomfortable talking about money, talking money with your significant other first is helpful. Even though it may be, maybe in your particular precision, it may be scary. But here's where I'm getting at. If you tackle this topic of talking money with your significant other first, together, when you do that and you are able to succeed at that, then you can tackle talking that talking money, talking about the dinero with La Familia to talk to your significant other about money. First, just start observing how you each refer to money in the relationship because those simple word of ours, like ours, mine, yours, those can affect how you manage your money. And in episode 52, that's way back, I share why you need to pay attention to this because it will help determine how to manage your money together. So check it out. What words you're using, how you and your partner view money in terms of the relationship. Is the money ours? Is the money yours? Is the money mine? How do you and your partner view that money? So because that's going to affect how you manage your money. It's also going to affect if you see the money that you make as yours, you probably, chances are you probably each have your own accounts and maybe pay certain, agree to pay certain bills from those certain accounts. Or maybe the money is ours. So you have, it's, you work more as a unit in terms of all the money going in one account and the bills being paid from that account. But having this, just this alone right here, knowing what words you use, how you view your money in terms of in the relationship, it's all, it's going to help you not only handle the conversation so much better because you're aware of it, right? But you're going to have clarity as to how you manage your money as well. So again, it's talk about in terms of like, are you having a joint account for, you know, because you're married or you're in the relationship, that's where your money is yours. 
Is the money just mine and yours? How how do you view that? And that's really, I feel critical to understand and be aware of. It's a simple conversation. You probably already know the answer to it without having to have that conversation, just listening, having had those conversations in the past with your partner. You'll know, you already know how you view but just being aware of it is going to make your life a lot easier and make just managing, being able to decide how you're going to manage your money. Again, there's no, as I mentioned before, there's no one way that's the correct way. You got to do what is right for you, what is right for your relationship. Another benefit to do this is that it gives you an appreciation for your partner. When you understand why they're using the words that they're using and their upbringing, it really makes a difference when you're talking money. It makes the money talk easier. In episode 328, I give you tips on what you can do to make the talk easier when it comes to addressing dinero with the family. I also share what can potentially happen if you avoid having this discussion with these conversations. Before we jump into today's content, keep your ears peeled for a unique reveal I'll be sharing midway through the show. It's something special just for you. Ready to transform your financial life with ease and confidence? Discover the Her Dinero Matters Money Planner, your ultimate digital tool for simplifying money management with its unique blend of psychological insights and practical budgeting tools. This planner is not just about tracking expenses, but about rewriting your money story. Whether you're aiming for big financial goals or everyday financial wellness, this planner is your personalized guide to simplify your money management and elevate your confidence. Download your copy today by visiting jenhemphill.com forward slash planner for more details and even get a sneak peek inside. Use the code Reina at checkout for 10% off. You're going to gain more confidence. Your family members are going to be more confident in talking about money. And it's better than the alternative, which is not having this discussion, being completely blind, for example, with your parents' finances until someone needs to take over and then everybody's squirming around trying to figure out how to solve or who's going to do what, whatever the case may be for the situation. Or maybe it's finding out too late that your parents didn't have too much saved in your retirement. And then now what? What happens? Who takes care of them financially? How long is that savings going to last? Those type of things. Besides talking money, as women, we end up making some tough decisions at some pivotal times in our lives. Like for me, I made the decision to stop working when we had our firstborn so I could be present when raising our children. So essentially, I took a pause in my career. Listen in how our guest, Lisa Stromberg, defines this pause. I would never want to impose my definition of a pause. Predominantly, however, the women I interviewed actually downshifted to work, reduced hours, pretty reduced hours, you know, 30 hours a week or less, or completely left the paid workforce. So let me just be clear on that. Right. But here's the, what was so inspiring. So you go out there and you hear about quote unquote opt out moms and all that. And you know, what a shame they're losing all this talent. Well, guess what? These women are innovating the most amazing ways. They're either boomeranging back. So there's one group subset called boomerangs that I've discovered. They boomerang back to their previous careers, previous industries, and they rock it. An example of the woman who's out for 15 years, Andrea 
Chermayef at JP Morgan. She's a vice president of wealth management now. She wow. was out for 15 years. She's now back there rocking it. And I asked her, gosh, you know, Andrea, how does it feel? Did you, do people know that you were out that long? She laughed. She goes, I don't think anyone even knows. It's what <laughs> I'm doing for them today, right? Right. No worries aren't out there. Now, there's also women who use that pause to pivot. Of course, there's absolutely nothing wrong with taking a pause. But be aware that when you take the pause, you need to plan financially so that you can continue saving and investing. It doesn't matter if it's not a lot. Something is better than nothing. But really make sure that you have that plan in place to save and invest for yourself because your time out of work does really take a hit to your long-term savings and investments. I hope this dive back into time to your money actions part of the Money Headquarters was useful. If you haven't listened in full to those episodes, they will be linked up in the show notes. So make sure to check them out. Next week, we continue to celebrate this eighth birthday of Her Dinero Matters. And our time capsule will take us back to episodes that will help us with the money skills component of our Money Headquarters. So come back for that. And also be sure to share with a friend. Now, remember, we have a giveaway also going on. And to help celebrate, I would love it if this podcast has made a difference for you in your financial life. And you've noticed that you never have hit the follow button on the platform you're listening on, or maybe you've never rated and reviewed on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I would love it if you take a moment to do that, especially if an episode or several episodes, whatever it is from this podcast has made a difference. It would be fabulous if you could do that. Take a screenshot. Send it to me at jen at jenhemphill.com or share it on social, but make sure to tag me or I'm not going to see it. And when you do this, you will be automatically be entered to this drawing where you can win a budget review where essentially you share with me your process of budgeting and I'm going to provide you feedback on what you're doing in video form so you can improve where needed. All right. Nos vemos la próxima semana. Ciao.